Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 9 Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome back, baseball family, to another episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I am yeah. your host, Brig, and I got my other host, Brad, right here with me. <laughs> That's right. I'm here. I'm here again. Ready we're to roll. We're very excited. Yes, we're very excited today. Um, we are going to bring you some stuff we've never done before. This is an unprecedented episode in the history of the Baseball Together podcast. We're very right. excited. We've got some stuff that we know you're dying to hear about, and we're dying to bring it to you. So... Um, but before we do, I want to tell you, you got to stay to the end of the show today because we're going to do a special podcast only discount code at the mm-hmm. end of the show. Yep. What? what? The crowd goes wild. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into some current events. Actually, there are current events where there's a lot know, this week. This week was tons. happening. We had to like pare down. We're like, mm, yeah, mm, talk yeah. about that. We're gonna talk about this instead. So, um, the first thing we're gonna talk about is Buster only is reporting has reported that at least one team's front office has been told to cut their payroll for 2021. Mm-hmm. Brad, you know more about this than I do. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, I mean, they're anticipating losing money this year, right? I mean, that's really what it is, is that they've got guys under contract this year that they've got to pay, however, whatever pay scale they decide on, prorated or otherwise. Um, and then next year, they're going to try to save some of that, like get some of that money back by saving money. So really what this is, is it's, you know, obviously guys like Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, um, those guys are, Garrett Cole are under contract next year. So they're going to be getting their full contract. But then it's like, well, in order to save money, we got to cut some of those lower end guys or some of the mid mid level guys, um, because baseball contracts are guaranteed. The whole thing right. is guaranteed. So, you know, not necessarily cut those guys, but not bring back those those mid range free agent guys. You know, and yeah. the other thing that's going to happen with this is that free agents aren't going to get as much money. The offers are not going to be there. Like Mookie Betts, it was projected that he was going to be the next four hundred million dollar man. Yeah. You know, and because teams are going on the cheap potentially and not willing to pay that, he probably won't get it. No. You know, so, I mean, <laughs> which it, it's funny to say, but somebody might get a discount and end up and he could end up with Bryce Harper's contract. Well, or he'll get a discount and it'll be less than that. Yeah, even even so. Yeah. Right. So what I think is interesting about this is that back when we were seeing the Bryce Harper contract go through and then we saw the Mike Trout contract go through and it's, and then, you know, some of the other guys and Yelich and all them, I, we were kind of, my opinion has always been, they're trying to get it in before the collective bargaining agreement is renegotiated because we knew money was going to be a huge, huge problem in the Mm -hmm. upcoming CBA. 
But uh, nobody saw this coming, right? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> there was no way. <laughs> so I think what's happened is those guys maybe really did make out like gangbusters, and they they got luckier than you know even they thought. And they, those are some those are some amazing deals. Yeah, yeah, because who knows how long it's going to take the lead to recover. I mean, you know, you talk about how the owners are billionaires, but you still got to have enough money to pay those millions of dollars of contracts for years down the road. And, you know, with with teams losing money this year, um, that that's not helping. But then, you know, it you're basically going to be losing money next year because you're trying to get back what you lost this year. So it's it's going to take years to recover from this is part of the problem that we're seeing there. Yeah, they're saying the airline industry is going to take a whole two years at least just just to just to balance back out a little bit and start the climb uh we might yeah, see something similar with major league baseball i don't know yeah that you know and i i really think that the that the i guess the cause and effect from this is going to be that that we're not going to see monster contracts and who knows maybe it will help level things back down as far as the contracts go that there will be a new normal you know that yeah. owners eventually would be like okay this is this is the new normal. This is we're not going to pay above this. And who knows? Maybe with this with uh, with the collective bargaining agreement, maybe we'll get a salary cap out of it because owners will be like, we need protection from some kind of catastrophe just yes. in case. I was just going to say that. Oh, Brad, you're good. Oh, you're oh, good. Oh, whoo! That's exactly right. Or a, maybe a revenue sharing program or something. Yeah, and I've heard that I've heard there's going to be a revenue sh- oh, that they're trying to negotiate a revenue sharing for this year. Right. I, oh. I think I read that this oh. year that they think that might be the best idea and yeah. You know, yes. <laughs> definitely. This is what we've been for sure. calling for. This these are ideas and and it's too bad that it took some this dramatic situation, catastrophe like you said, to call mm-hmm. these ideas to the table a little more firmly, but but it's here, it's happening, it's the right thing. Oh, it's good. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. The Pirates, Joe Musgrove. He's a pitcher, right? Right. He does not think that players should take pay cuts just because there's no ticket sales. What we call the gate. Right. What do you think about that? I agree with him because what he says is he says we don't get a raise just because they make a lot of money and do well. Basically saying... We don't get a raise when there's sellouts. You know, True. during the season, you also don't give us pay cuts if their people don't come. Um, I read a headline that said that the that the Florida governor was saying that the Marlins should just open up as normal because going to a Marlins game is social distancing anyway. Oh, the governor <laughs> yeah. of Florida said that? <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. Oh, uh, he wants shots things fired. back. He Call wants... the burn unit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So he wants oh, things up and running. And, you know, I mean, really, though, the Marlins were lying about about uh, attendance for years. years. There have never been as many people as what they have said were be there, have said were there. Yeah. So, you know, nobody's there, first off. So, yeah. you know, the Marlins, they obviously don't pay their players a bunch of money because uh, other than the Stanton contract, which they traded out of. They traded Yelich. They weren't going to pay him. They traded JT Realmuto because they weren't going to pay him. Yep. You know, so they do take it. They basically, they kind of do. To, I guess you could say they kind of do to take a pay cut because there's because of money from the gate, right? Like those right. guys weren't going to get paid, so they had to go somewhere else. 
But at the same yeah. time, if the Marlins were to go and sell out, you know, have another World Series winning season and go sell out, yeah, you know, the next year those guys wouldn't get raises. The Marlins no. would take all that extra money and they would bring it to themselves. And if somebody says, "Hey, you know, I helped you guys win a World Series, I want, I want a raise," and this is what yeah. they did in the past, sorry, yeah. go play for somebody else. You know, so it, I it, totally it agree with what you're saying in there. The past. Yeah, and that's typically typically the way that it is. I mean, the Nats didn't pay Bryce Harper before they won the World Series. They didn't they didn't pay Rendon after they won the World Series. They weren't going to give Rendon and Strasburg a raise. No, of course not. So they you know, I no totally agree with to. him. Yeah, that um, and we'll get into it a little bit later. But like we said, you take on those contracts, you take on the responsibility. It's your it's your your actions are gonna what are gonna be what's gonna have the consequence. You know. Yep. So you didn't have to pay the guy that much money, but because you did, here you go. You know, and and I understand they're going to be prorated, so you're not going to be paying 100% of the contract this year, but because there's no gate, it it definitely affects it. Yeah, it does. So that's my long-winded answer. Sorry. No, I dig it. That's really (laughs) well said, sir. You covered all the bases. Well, thank you. Yeah, very good. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper says that Major League Baseball players should be allowed to play in this year's Olympics if there is well, one. Well, next year's. Yeah, or next year's. Next year. Sorry. Yeah, they've already bumped it back to 2021. Right, but, yeah, yeah. That's right. So what do you what do you think of that? Since uh, and that, and I guess that's my point. If there if there was going to be a shortened season or maybe they cancel the season or whatever ends up happening, but we think baseball uh-huh. is going to happen this year by the way. Uh, yeah it sure seems like it here in the united states anyway and we'll get into that later but yeah we will but if the olympics had taken place but major league baseball had not had a season or had had a shortened season what do you think do you think that major leaguers should be allowed to play in the olympics if it was all so really well his argument was really for for 2021 okay because because the Olympics are going to be in Tokyo. Right. And he's like, his thing is, why not send Mike Trout and let him face Shohei Otani in the Olympics? Oh, like, for sure. <laughs> how great would that be? He, he's like, how great would that be for the game? That was the exact example that he used. How great would that be for the game in America and internationally? He's really he's pointing the finger at Rob Manfred and the owners saying, you are hurting the game by not sending players to the Olympics. Because... Yes. That is a worldwide stage. Countries that don't typically watch baseball are going to watch and say, "Oh my gosh, that guy's a big leaguer." That's what you're. That's what we're seeing when we're watching big league baseball. Right. That is so much better than what, than our players. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. They're better. Let's watch major league baseball. I mean, think about how much the game, how much uh, the NBA has grown internationally since the Dream Team in '92. Oh, dude, was that the best? Like. That was the no, best. There's nothing like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Think if you've got Christian Yelich, you've got um you've got Aaron Judge and oh. Mike Trout batting 2-3-4 in the Olympics. Oh my gosh. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. I, I totally agree with Harper on this. I I had always hated that they didn't send big leaguers to the Olympics because the NHL sent their players to the Olympics. They did an Olympic break. They did. Right? Yep. And Major League Baseball can do that. Just say, okay, this is your all-star break this year. No all-star break. We're going to take an extra week off or whatever it is. You know, I don't know. And then 
Yeah. And I'm cool and with skipping you, the all-star game for the Olympics. Duh. Totally. It, it'd be way better. Duh. Yes. Super duh. Super duh. Super duh. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, that made my heart feel so much better. <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing. Um, and and I'm going to go ahead and point my finger right at Rob Manfred with Bryce Harper and everyone yeah. else who's pointing their finger. I mean, there's a lot of fingers. Get pointed at Manfred, <laughs> and we are among it's them. True. We are, yeah, that's right. Anyway, frequently, it's, it's freight, lots of fingers, you know, in, in many, many <laughs> configurations. But the point is, that we, you're right, they should be allowed to play in the Olympics. It's not that often, right? And it's not that, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's it's not any harder well, on them. Think about than it this All-Star way, game. think about it this way. Teams let their guys play in the World Baseball Classic every four years, and that's, that's going right. on during spring training. That's so right. guys have not been warm, right? Yes. You've got cold pitchers, cold bats going into the World Baseball Classic, and that is super fun. He, and that heated is competition. Exciting, just about as exciting as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got guys coming in the middle of the season ready to go, <laughs> like legitimately have a day of training camp so everybody can shake hands and then get going. Right. Who cares? A little acclimation depending Do on it. where they got to be. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they'd be. They, I think they'd be fine. And it would be, be a go. riot. Yes, it would be. Be the best thing for baseball. Yeah. And I would. I'd watch the Olympics again. You don't watch Same. the Olympics? No, no. Oh, bro, no. I'm an Olympic <laughs> junkie. Yeah, I. Uh, I no, I. I struggle. I don't know. It's, like I'll watch well, like track and field because I have a friend from high school who throws javelin. Yeah, but but that's that's about it. We're junkies, man. It's the only thing on. I don't watch yeah. baseball during the Olympics. That's yeah. Like if if yeah, it's just different. It's special for us. Yeah. We love it. But if there was I baseball, I feel like I feel like I'm if major league I'm probably guilty was, of a little bit of humbuggery or poopy pantsery you are. when it comes to the Olympics. You as poopy pantsery is. is right there. It's grade A poopy pantsery <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right last piece of current events and then we'll move on we've got the yeah. the draft has been finalized okay and it is shocking shocking yeah all right so typically the draft can be 40 rounds maybe more you know there's right yeah there's, teams just kind of go until they're done yeah there's never a real limit but it's usually around 40 rounds and you know this year it has been decided. I don't know who made this plan. They took this idea and made it a plan. <laughs> but we're going to have a five-round draft. Five. Not even yeah, ten. Just five. Just five. We're going to go from 40 to five. And, all right, it's not even finalized. Maybe this is good. Maybe because the date hasn't been finalized, the details won't have been finalized either. But... We're talking right now, June 10th and 11th. There is an unlimited payroll on signing bonuses. There's no cap on signing bonuses for the first five mm-hmm. rounds, for, for five five rounds of the draft, okay? All undrafted players post those five rounds will have a signing bonus cap of $20,000. The 2019 season, and didn't you say this was according to Scott Boris? Told us about this one, the 2019 season. 
Um, it was it was a quote right before the Scott Boris quote. Okay, so somebody um, somebody did the math. It, it was just it was just information given by Jason Wilson of the Score. Okay, thank you, Jason, on the Score. Jason says that uh, all but six players in the sixth round of the 2019 draft made over two hundred thousand dollars just in signing bonuses. And this year they will yep. be limited to twenty thousand dollars signing bonuses. So again, this goes back mm-hmm. to stuff you're talking about. Maybe this is uh, the maybe this is the dawn of a new era of revenue sharing, salary caps, um, whatever it is. You know, and maybe it'll mm-hmm. be a good thing. But but limiting the five limiting to five rounds is is rough. Um, yeah, that's brutal. Draft picks must be signed by August first, and according to Logan Morrison. The industry made over $28 billion in the last three years. And his estimations are that there will be 1,050 players who are in the amateur draft this year who will go unsigned all the way around. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a lot. That's a whole yeah. lot. And the thing is, the part of the reason I don't understand five rounds is... and. Uh, that's not nearly enough for a team. You have 40 guys because you've got to fill out a team, right? Like we saw, was it last week, two weeks ago, there was a, a I guess a, a quote unquote misreporting that there wasn't going to be a minor league season, but stuff like yeah. this is why people can say that. And it's believable because you're not drafting enough guys to fill out a, fill out a roster. And yeah, like we said, maybe you're not having Arizona or Dominican summer league. Maybe you're not having advanced rookie. Maybe you're starting out at, at short season a, and you're just expanding those rosters a little sure. bit. But at the same time, like those are, you know, that's close to, that's probably 45, 50 teams. Cause not everybody has advanced rookie. That's right. Like, no, that aren't having a season this year. Yeah. So and and I thought Logan Morrison, I gotta get it. I gotta get his quote right because I thought it was pretty good what he said. Because this is totally what major league owners do, and really most sports owners in general kind of play the victim with this. As he said, um, he said the quote unquote "we are poor" act is bleeping tired by the owners, and I've got to agree with him. Yeah, like I understand millions is a lot of money, but at the same time, you've got billions of dollars, and if you don't feel like you can fit the bill of a of a major league team don't be an owner don't buy the team to begin with like there is inherent risk that comes with owning a sports team and if you don't if you don't want to have that toy on your shelf if you don't want to pay for that toy pay for the maintenance yeah then don't buy it and that's i think that's just the way that it goes like buying a four-wheeler or a boat it's it's the exact same thing there's money that you've got to dump into it to get the fun that comes with it it's fiscally irresponsible over yeah yeah, yeah, and it's damaging the lives exactly of these right. of these amateur players and their career prospects and their trajectory and mm-hmm. everything that they knew and hoped for and have been told, you know, and have been expecting. And, and we all know what it's like to have your expectations dashed. We all know what it's like to be lied mm-hmm. to. But man, these are some enormous. These are some enormous implications, uh, and it's it's, it's hard. true because yeah, because you think about the earning potential of these players and. And like we've talked about, some of these guys are just sparring partners. They're, right. you know, they're not going to make it above advanced A. They're not going to make it above double A. They're not going to make it, never going to make it to the show from triple A. Yep. But at the same time, there are guys who have that potential who could get there, who are never going to get a chance because they, 
you know, like I think I think Mike Piazza. Let me double. Yeah, check I was just gonna say Mike he Piazza was drafted. What was he drafted like the forty fifth yeah, exactly. round or something like that? Yes. Yeah, like yes, he's one in literally a million. But at the same time, like there are guys who come out of the late late rounds who are never going to get a yeah. chance. That's exactly so, right. I'm going to look it up right now. I think I've gone on long enough. I've got it. Okay. He um he was drafted in the 62nd round in 1980. 62nd round. He might as well have gone in the millionth round. <laughs> Dude, he might as well have gone 4 years later. Yeah. Okay, 3. Oh, whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So Anyway, nobody's There's a lot of missed opportunity. Nobody's happy. Nobody's yeah. happy about it. But when we get no. back, we are going to talk about Brad's Super Nintendo baseball season, and then we are going to talk about oh, the Korean baseball organization. <laughs> we'll be right back. Gabe, yeah! <laughs> Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I never get back with me. Root, root, root for the home stay. Don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids baseball strips. At nineplusss.com. Welcome back, baseball family. I'm excited right now. Brig, I don't know how excited you are about this, but I get to show off my new love. Are you ready? Mm hmm. KBO, baby. Korean baseball organization. I am infatuated with this league. When MLB starts up again, I will continue following. I will continue following KBO because it is so much fun. I yep. am just like so in love with this, and there's not even fans in the stands. We will get into that in a little bit, but man, yes. let's let, let's talk about let's talk about KBO. Why why it's awesome? Okay, other First, than it's the only a, live baseball we can get right now. Other than it's the only baseball we can get right now. That's we, true. Absolutely. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. That's, it definitely does. Kind of started all so, this. <laughs> yeah. So KBO started last week. Okay. It was like it was hey, like fam. Monday morning. We got I got a notification on my phone that said ESPN's going to start televising KBO games. I was like, wait, what? When does this start? Tonight? Okay. Here we go. Let's do this. You know? Yep. So you know, we, we crammed a little bit and started watching. We picked our favorite team. Brig, who's your favorite team? Did you decide? The NC Dinos. The NC Dinos. Yes. Now, <laughs> we'll talk more about the NC Dinos a little bit later because <laughs> I just think that name is awesome. That's why I chose them. Because as a kid, and I'll be honest, as an adult, I love dinosaurs. Let's be real. Who doesn't? I don't know. So I was looking. I, I, was, I, I picked my favorite solely on the team name. So, Dinos fan for life. There we Me go. Me too. I picked. <laughs> and Brad teased the crap out of me, but I picked <laughs> I picked the NC Dinos exclusively on the color scheme. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I wanted to know what it was like to 
Well, and I also think it's, I feel like, so I'm a Yankees fan. And mm-hmm. I wanted to know what it was like to be a part of a small market fan base with <laughs> with an expansion team. You know, I needed to know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> after this season, everybody get off my freaking back about n- not knowing. But watch them win it all this year. You watch. And see They're going knows. to. They're, They're going to win it all. And I'm going to be obnoxious about it. You but... should. It feels good. <laughs> You'll never go back. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> but anyways, okay, let's talk about some of the differences with the KBO and MLB. Okay? Let's do it. Yep. So f- so first off, the season is a little bit shorter. They only play 144 games in a full season, which, to be honest, like it doesn't really feel that much different. No. Um, at least sound like it feels like that much different than a full MLB season because we've talked about shortening the seat, shortening the MLB season to potentially 144 games, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been that way. It's been 154 in the past, so it's not that different. Yeah. yeah, so it's not that big of a deal as far as shortening it, but the number of teams, very different. Very yes, different. There are only 10 teams in the KBO. Now, you think you may think to yourself, that is not a very big league. That's not very many games. They still play each other 16 times, and if you think about the math a little bit, the days before interleague play, right? Yeah. You had American League, National League. They never saw any, never saw any of each other until the World Series. Yeah. Um, and now, if you split the league down the middle, it's 15 teams apiece. But before interleague play started, there were only 14 teams in each league. So that's right. Mathematically, it's really not that different than what we're familiar with with uh, Major League Baseball. Well, and so the Yankees so. and Red Sox in 2019 faced each other like 12 or 13 times. So mm-hmm. 16 games each, you know, it's a little bit more. It's on the excessive side of what we're used to, but it's still it's still within the realm of understanding. Like we it's not we right. have to change yeah. our idea that much. Yeah. It, to me it at, my first thought was geez, you're playing like the same four teams over and over again, but since there's no division, no league, then it's just everybody's even and you get you get spread across the season. So I I I don't think the feel would be that much different than what we're familiar with. Yeah. So far it hasn't been but, you know, yeah. we're only in the first series still. <laughs> <laughs> first week. Basically, One weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. A um, couple of uh, interesting things is that the there's a three foreign player rule. You cannot mm-hmm. have more than three foreign-born players on your team. That's pretty interesting. And, and there, here's something interesting with that foreign-born player rule yep. is you cannot have two play the same position in a game. Which right. is basically saying you cannot have two foreign-born pitchers in a game. Now, the foreign-born players do typically play a significant role in the success of the team. Right. That That is yes. a thing, especially if they're American-born mm-hmm. players. I, for whatever reason, or yeah. Dominican players, or whatever. But if they're headed to the major leagues, or if they've just come from the major leagues, that is, that usually plays a significant role, and we'll get into that a little bit when Brad talks about mm-hmm. kind of where they land in global talent. But, mm-hmm. yeah, a couple of differences that I thought were interesting is that the regular season, they will draw a tie at the end of a game. Mm-hmm. They cap their games at 12 innings. They still, they still play nine innings of baseball, but if they need to go into extra innings, they will. No more than 12 innings total. In the playoffs, that is extended to 15 innings. And I'd be interested to see how a playoff series goes because you can't win a series on a tie. You can't. Right. Right. Correct. But still, like, if it's a five game series, I'd be curious to see how one of those ties ends up. Me too. You know, that 
like how does it how does it play out if you've got a five game series and you've got two ties each way so it's one 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 and one you know i guess it comes down to one game series still right yeah it would and and the thing is is so. if you get same thing as if you're in game five and you're mm-hmm. and you're rocking the 14th inning 15th inning and you're still tied at six each or whatever six runs each mm-hmm. what do they do you know do they just keep playing till it's over because it's game five I think I think at that point you have to right because right? since, since you can't win the series on a tie and especially if the series is tied at one win one loss and or one win one tie piece whatever right you know you you've got it you've got to keep going despite the despite the cap boy so, I would love to see a series like that <laughs> that would be that would literally my brain would explode you know <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's almost like figuring out the points in hockey. It's like, wait, so yeah. you've got like one. Uh, I don't know. Just tell me what happens. They play <laughs> somebody th- wins three periods. What does that mean? Three... <laughs> Jimmy's not. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> exactly. The season exactly right. starts March 23rd, at least in, t- in 2019. The season started on March 23rd and it's September mm-hmm. 13th. The season this year due to the coronavirus and all the protective measures and things like that started May 5th. Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. uh, we, Brad and I were both up at, for the start of the game at 3 a.m. And I can well, tell you it 3 was... 3 a.m. your time. <laughs> yeah, 3 a.m. Eastern. But, oh, yeah, you got off easy. I did, yeah. Yeah, I watched probably six innings, and I was only up to like 1 o'clock. Yeah, I watched six innings, too, and I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I was doing stuff i don't know i had stuff to do but i was watching baseball stuff that we'll get into later right yeah that's right and the game ended on a or the game excuse me the game started with a rain delay and i was literally so excited that there was a camera (laughs) with showing a baseball field with a tarp on it i was like this means that there's balls being played or attempting it's the closest (laughs) i didn't know if the game would actually happen but it was the closest we had come and i got all hot and bothered I posted it on the VIP I agree, group. I did too. I was very excited. <laughs> so ESPN Absolutely. is airing six games a week of the KBO. And what's interesting about the KBO is that all the games are at the same time on the same day. So far, the way the schedule looks this season is nobody plays on Mondays. Then they play Tuesday through Sunday. Everybody gets a day off. And then they start over. All the games on the weekdays are at 5.30 p.m. local time. So that's going to be three, I think it's three o'clock our time Eastern yeah. in the morning in 3 a.m. Because I think it's a 11 and a half hour difference, whatever it is. Um, I don't remember. I haven't been to South Korea in a long time. But (laughs) I have been to South Korea and I'll talk about that later. But, okay, a couple more things. Um, They do have an all-star game. They split the teams, uh, they split the, yeah, the teams up into... Um, predetermined sections of five each and everybody knows who they are and then the best players from each of those play in the all-star game that's how that works mm-hmm. um, even though there are no divisions and then there's not a rivalry per se like there is with al and nl in major league baseball they don't do anything like that right so right um okay the playoffs we got to talk about the play and i'm gonna read it so i don't mess it up The playoffs are wild. Holy smokes. Wild and so much fun. Okay, here's the deal. (laughs) All right. They, they, all right. Everything's based on the regular season's win-loss record. Okay. That only the top five teams qualify to play. Okay. The fifth place Mm -hmm. team 
during the wild card game. It's a one game playoff, one game play in. The wild card game plays a sudden death game, fifth place versus fourth place player. So the f- team with the fourth best record in all of baseball that season plays um, plays against the fifth place team, the, the wild card. And then mm-hmm. after that sudden death game, who the winner of that game goes on to play the team with the third best record in the entire regular season. And they play a five game series. Okay. And we talked about the ties and stuff like that. Then the winner of that series plays the team with, <laughs> did I say the third already? Second best record yeah. in, in yeah. the entire KBO. Okay. Now, if you're paying attention at home, doing the math, you'll notice that the second place team hasn't played anybody yet in the playoffs. They're sitting around right. waiting. Yep. The winner of the, the team who has been successful so far plays the second place team in a best of five series. And then they go to the, the, what their equivalent of the world series is the organization series. What do they call it? They call it the Korean series, That's right? The Korean series, KBO Korean series, the whatever, whoever won the lower brackets plays the best team with the best record in that league. And they've been sitting around waiting. It, the best way the I can think of it is like if you've ever played a fighting game, mm-hmm. how you have to go through the tiers to play the to fight the best fighter, the right? The boss, the boss. That's level. basically what you're doing. Is yeah, 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 exactly. So like you're the fifth place team. You got to fight. You got to play the fourth best. Then you, if you beat them, you play the third. Then you play the second. Then you play the first. And it progressively gets harder because you're playing a five. You're, you know, you're sudden death, and you're playing five game series, five game series, and then a seven game series. And so, like, it, it's so weird that, you know, it, with that analogy, it makes sense. Yeah. But the fact that it's baseball and it's a one-sided bracket, yeah. that is, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I almost feel like you want to be, I almost feel like you want to be the third seed because if, then you've got a little bit of wiggle room, you know, with that team coming in. And then you can go and get some momentum playing the second place, the second place team. And then you're really cooking by the time you get to a rusty first place. team. Yeah. But I don't, I know. don't know, but that, I mean, I theoretically it's... that makes sense. Of course, that's given our understanding of the flow and the rhythm of major league baseball. Mm-hmm. They don't have the disruptive rhythm. Like when you look at the way the KBO has, has built their season and, and handles their scheduling. And I mean, the peninsula is, the mm-hmm. peninsula is not that big, right? So, right. So yeah. travel times, yeah, they bus, they bus from, game yeah, to game. travel time is not a big deal. Like it is here. It's not like you're trying to go from Seattle to Arlington. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or Houston, yeah. like you've been saying. So for months and months yeah. on end and all the air time and the back and forth and the craziness. No, it's different. And every team plays the same time every day it's always the same time there's no variation on sundays i think they play at 1 p.m but everything else is 5 30 p.m and so i think that when if you think Mm -hmm. about it in terms of rhythm and start times and you know guys can really get settled in the kbo Mm -hmm. the elevation doesn't change too dramatically i mean it does a little bit but it's not dramatic so it's not like going from Colorado to L.A. No, 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 exactly. L.A. Exactly. And so they don't have the ballpark problem like like they do, at, you know, in the Mile High City where they're like, am yeah. I a good hitter or did I play in Denver? 
know, they don't have that same problem. Right? Yeah, it's true, and because it, it, it's a real thing. It, yeah, I totally get it. So I totally I don't know. get it. I think it's it's super interesting. Um, and that, okay, Brad, mm-hmm. tell us about the kind of Brad has a has found a breakdown of where they kind of fit the global talent pool. Uh, yeah, I do. I gotta find it again because I accidentally scrolled past it. You. But um, I know I can't believe it. Here it is. Okay, so this is according to Axios.com. Mm-hmm. They said that talent evaluators, so international scouts, you know, MLB, whatever. Um, they this is kind of the the hierarchy of how they view things. Obviously, MLB is at the top. That's the best, of the best in the entire world. And then you go down to the M- NPB in Japan. That's the second. And then you go to AAA. MILB minor league baseball triple a that's right and then you reach the kbo so it's kind of like a two and a half a right yeah. right um and then you know you go down to double a high a every um and after high a you've got the tie the taiwan league which who knows we might end up talking about that a little bit because the cpbl has started play that's as right. well um and then down to low a but yeah it's kind of like a two and a half a level as far as what the talent talent evaluation is but there are guys like right now you've got um i watched tyler saladino play and he played for the played for the brewers last year he hit a towering home run yesterday and it was amazing it was fun um you know you've got former big leaguers come over and play and you've got guys like eric thames came over and played like i think he played like three Three years years. won an mvp was a 40 40 guy and now he's playing for the nats you know that's right so so you've got kind of fringe – they talk about the fringe MLB guys who come over who are like, well, I'm used to not really making the team. Then I come here, and they're expecting me to produce and carry everybody. you know. So it's, it is it is definitely that step down, but then they have like a whole new role that they take on when they come Which over. Would, that would do a lot for a player's like internal culture, right? Your mind, mental game, and yes. everything like that. Which I think I mm-hmm. think Eric Thames would be the first to say – that the KBO and I mean we watched his interview on opening night day you know whatever yep. 12 hour difference but we yeah. watched his, <laughs> we watched his interview and he was ecstatic man he was so excited to share his experiences in the KBO and he said he yeah. loved it he, he it took a minute but he fit right in and it changed his whole life and I really mm-hmm. I think he would say it changed his whole life yeah, I, I would agree with that. And, and they don't have anything bad to say about it over there. They say it's a great experience. One of the interesting things they said was different is that instead of getting changed in the locker room, you change in the you change your clothes, you change in your uniform in That's the right. hotel, get on the fully wrapped bus so everybody knows who yeah. you are, and then you walk from the bus, you know, to the stadium in That's your right. uniform that it's like it's us. We're here. That's right. And NC Dinos. The, yeah, the NC Dinos. The Kia yeah. Tigers, you know. That's right. <laughs> you know, whereas in Major League Baseball, it's like keep a low yeah. profile, but don't look like a scrub. You know? Real subtle. <laughs> so that's a perfect example of the so. culture that's different there. And so let, let's talk about culture a little bit yeah. because it is different. Bat flips are staples. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's encouraged. Encouraged. It's encouraged. Yeah. Yes. And, and they have all these different variations and guys are literally like, the two-handed toss up like this, and and the one-handed flip, and now it's madness behind yeah. the back. Yeah, they teach their players. <laughs> There's flair. There is more flair in a swing and a miss than there is in anything you'll ever see in Major League Baseball. Yes, you see guys swing and miss, and they just let the bat carry them all the way around in a circle. And it's not like they're getting screwed into no. the ground. It's just kind of like whoop, and then they just kind of go with it. And it, I'm, they, it's fun. They it's called fun it a pirouette, right? Like a ballet pirouette, and they. 
Yeah. And they're taught, Eric Thames said they're taught to swing and just let it swing. Just They said it's more important that you follow through and commit uh, than, it, mm-hmm. than anything else. And so I, they let the bat carry them around. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I see it. It yeah. makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. It's fascinating. Um, and I thought they would look mm-hmm. stupid doing it, but they don't. It looks totally normal. And you know what? I've done that. So I get it. Oh, every yeah, a lot of guys have. You know, they talk about, like I said, guys getting screwed into the ground because they swing so hard through a breaking right. ball. But if you're really all it is, they don't look like they're swinging that hard. But it's, it's like you said, swinging through the ball is what is what is important. It's, it's not necessarily how hard you swing, but where you're, how you're swinging through the ball and letting that momentum go all the way through. So even the gameplay is different. So it's in, it's right. But let's mm-hmm. talk about the yeah. fan experience. That's what we're all about here is the fan experience. That's right. So. In the KBO, they have cheer squads, okay? They have cheer masters that have an MC role, and they are dancing and hyping the crowd like you would see in a minor league baseball game or in a college series Mm -hmm. game, summer college league game. But they've got them going on in the professional leagues, and they are pumping up the crowd constantly. And I saw an interview with one of the cheer masters, and this person believes that his role is to involve the crowd in the success of the on-field performance like that is what he believes and it was really cool i can see that yeah 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 it was i was like i was almost like taken aback now koreans are muted okay you gotta understand south koreans are a little bit muted um they're more they're way more mellow than than we americans are certainly than i am i mean the so i've been to south korea (laughs) when i was there i was like because i'm like oh you know loud and all over the place and very very american and uh, when i got there everybody was you know cool as a cucumber you know steady um and so this cheer master (laughs) even though that his role is hype and loud and volume and energy um to hear him talk about Mm. it was really interesting because he still has that cultural calmness about him that was that was really neat but huh. uh anyway they have cheer cheer squads that dance around the dugouts and get everybody hyped up they have mascots some teams have multiple mascots mm-hmm. and some teams change their mascot depending on the scenario that they're in yeah oh, and they're the team's emblem and logo not the logo itself but they have emblems that will change depending on uh, you know what the scenario is, which which league they're playing in, or if it's the All Star Game or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So that's really cool. Couple things there are. It's a lot like the Premier League in soccer, um, and what Major League Soccer mm-hmm. in the U.S. is trying to adopt as well. There are there are songs that the home team sings throughout the game that everybody knows, um, and I think that is super cool. They've got the large flags out like you'd see. In a, in a professional soccer game. Um, sometimes the fans have coordinated outfits and they'll tell everybody, okay, we're wearing this color today, kind of like in a college football atmosphere. Um, and I've seen yeah. sections of fans in the videos I've watched and things with where fans all have the same coordinated headwear, uh, hats or like mm, balloon yeah. type hats or whatever on their heads. And it's, it's awesome. I have... I have got yeah, to get cool. there uh, and I got to have this experience <laughs> when I was, so I was there in 2013 mm. is when I was in South Korea and I almost got to a deuce on bears game, but I was the mm. only one in my party that wanted to go. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and so I didn't, but and I regret it heavily. But um, but yeah, I mm-hmm. almost I almost went to. I feel like such an idiot. I almost did that, but I did. It's the closest <laughs> you've ever come, huh? If you've been to a KBO, I've never yeah, even left the country. If you've been to a Korean so. baseball game, put it in the doobly doo. I want to know what was your experience because I was almost there, but that's like somebody in the military saying. Well, I wanted to join, you know, it's like, nah, come on, man. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's a totally yeah. different world, completely different, you know, uh, kind of piggyback it piggybacked on top of the cheer squads. Music is constantly playing. You know, like you've got walk-up music in MLB and, you know, basically in American baseball, you've got walk-up music, but it just oh. doesn't stop. It's playing through the at bat. It gets louder when the home <laughs> yeah. team is playing or when the home team is up to bat. Like it's it's completely different, completely different approach. And you know the bummer thing right now is that we don't get to see all this because there are yeah, no fans yeah. in the stands. And so they have like cardboard cutouts sitting in the seat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so funny to see just people like they have people with masks and their cell phones out. You know, like taking a picture. So funny. <laughs> but oh, um, but the other thing that I saw that I thought was actually very smart and wondered if MLB would adapt it was they have placed they've sold banners in the That's outfield right. on the seats. I'm curious if that will help with some of those costs they're talking about oh, with MLB, but but yeah, that's one of the things they have going on the KBO on on top of you know no fans and and the whole I guess muted experience compared right. to what it typically yeah. is. But but no, I some I I'd like to go to a KBO game. I mean, I've been to MLS games where the out where the atmosphere is just out of control and it's exhausting. Yeah, totally, but it's fun. It's a I whole went lot to of a fun. Soccer game so. in France one time and it was just, it was wild. Oh, I, I can't I even loved imagine. Loved it. Can't even imagine. <laughs> Because I'm all about fan experience and culture and all that. That's my oh jam. yeah for sure. So it was yeah, wild, yeah. and I just thought it yep. was awesome. Um, the yeah, it'd be a great experience. Hopefully, I, I would like honestly to see some of that stuff come this direction. Yeah. You know, you don't have to play the music the whole time. You don't need cheer squads, but let maybe get a little bit rowdier during like a game. A terrible towel, or you know, maybe something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, even if it's just a section, because I know there are some MLS teams that sell, and even like NFL teams that have like their specific right. section, yes. like cheer section. You know, like like the Mariners had the, right. had the King's the, Court, where everybody had their right. K card. They go crazy with two strikes. The judges' chambers, um, but yeah, maybe sell in New specific York, the sections. Judges' chambers. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, have those sections. I, that get I a little agree rowdy. with you. I think it's fun. I think it's awesome. The last thing I will say about culture, and then we're going to take a break, is that uh, they highlight their military. Uh, players, the players who are and coaches who are currently mm-hmm. serving in the military, or whatever they they have a special section on the website about them, and they you know they make it very clear when they come up to bat and stuff like that. At least early in the season, and I think cool. that's really neat. I don't know, we don't want to have anything like that here. Obviously, there's no there's no way to split your time between Major League Baseball and the United States Army. That would be very hard, but. <laughs> they do it somehow they do it in KBO and I think it's pretty cool. So anyway, let's take a break and when yeah. we come back we're going to talk about each of the teams in the KBO. We're going to highlight them, vignette them a little bit for you and and we hope you pick your favorite as we have. Go NC Dinos. <laughs> hey babe, I'm headed to concessions. Do you want me to grab you something? Yeah, anything, whatever you're getting. Okay, I saw a burger. I'll probably grab that. Mm, no, that doesn't sound good. Okay, I think there's barbecue, probably some nachos. Uh, I don't think I want either of those either. Um, but just get me anything. What do you want? 
Uh, I saw a hot dog earlier. Okay, I can do that. Well, no. Couples may quarrel, but baseball is for lovers. Shop the Lovers Collection at 9plusus.com. Welcome back, baseball family. Check it out, right? We are going to go over each of the 10 teams in the KBO. Right. And uh, we're going to go fast. So buckle up and hold on to your seats. <laughs> strap in. There are 10. <laughs> strap it on. There are, ten, there are 10 teams. We're a little out of control. We're going to start with the Doosan Bears. That's right. All right. Doosan Bears. They play in Seoul, which is the capital. That's right. All right. They play in Seoul. They share their stadium with another team. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But. Brad, tell us about the Doosan Bears. So the Doosan Bears, they're your your, uh, traditional navy blue, red, and white, right? Yeah, correct. uh, They are actually, they're one of the OGs. They're one of the original teams. They were established in 1982, which, fun fact, is also when the KBO was established. So That's a huge fact, bro. It is. So if, if you're like a Yankees fan... You would probably also be a fan of the Doosan Bears. Let's be honest. Chill. Hey, watch out. Now. Hey, I'm I'm not. Amen. There are no shots fired. Nothing there because okay. they've got they've okay. actually got a bunch of titles. Yeah, like eleven or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, let's see here. Korean Series championships. One, two, three, four, five. I got six. I got six oh. titles, but still, with the history of the league not being extensive, six titles True. is quite a bit. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. I know who has the most now. I just looked it up. Okay, okay. sorry. Keep going. So, um, and this is something that's, that is interesting about about the KBO. So, Doosan is not necessarily a city in South Korea. Okay? It's not a city, yes. These teams have corporate sponsors. So, Doosan, the Doosan Bears are sponsored by, owned by Doosan Corporation. Doosan. Okay. That's right. And and you'll that's a trend, that's something that you'll notice as we go on, go through every single team. You know, it may seem like, oh, maybe that's the uh, initials of a, of the city they're in. No. No, it's all corporate, all corporate. Yeah, so. it's very different than it is here in Major League very Baseball, much so. and that's a really important mm-hmm. one. And Kia owns a team actually. That's right. Um so we'll talk about them. So, but next, uh let's see Brad, did you what else do you want to talk about? Uh, what was their season, Doosan? Oh, last season. Doosan won it all last year. They're the reigning champions. Right. They had an 88-55 and, uh, and 1 record last year. Mm. Um, from what I see with, with Axios, that site that I said earlier, um, yeah. they, um, like I said, they're like the Yankees, very successful, located in the largest city. That's actually their comparison. I did not read that earlier. So, Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Fascinating, fascinating, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's go ahead with the the Hanwha Eagles. Brig, tell us about the Hanwha the Han- Eagles. Eagles. The Hanwha Eagles. Okay, they are uh, they are located in. <clears throat> excuse me. Where is it? Hello. <laughs> Do you need some help? They're in Daejeon. Yeah. They're in Daejeon, South Korea. Not to be okay. confused with Daejeon mustard. No, very similar, but not the same. Okay, do not confuse that. They uh, they were established in 1985, so 35-year-old organization. Not quite an OG, but very close. Mm-hmm. Their colors are black and orange, much like the Baltimore Orioles or the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they also include a gray in their color scheme, but mostly black and orange. They in the in 2020, their C or excuse me, I'm, 2020 freak. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. <laughs> hey, in case you is this 29? No, never mind. Well, that's a, that'll lost. be a, a lost reference. Um, <laughs> then 2019, they went. I uh, don't. Why can't I find this information? 58 and 86. Thank you, Brad. I got you. There it is. 58 and 86. They did not qualify for the playoffs um, last year, and that's that's what I have to say about the Hanwha Eagles. <laughs> well, they they do have one championship, five runners up, and Axios.com compares them to the Orioles. Um, not just the color scheme, like you said, but also uh, they have a beautiful ballpark, apparently, is what it says, and they are currently rebuilding. Which, you know, I'm, the Orioles are always rebuilding, so I don't know how much of a comparison that is besides the beautiful ballpark. Anywho. Well, good. Brad's going to now... <laughs> now Brad's going to tell us about the Kia Tigers. That's right, the Kia Tigers. find Axios.com. <laughs> so the Kia Tigers, we're all familiar with Kia. Brig is, a, as it turns out, a Kia man. Um, I'm a Kia man. I'm so, a Kia man. So the Tigers... I just totaled my third Kia. Oh, no, that's right. Okay, excuse me. I don't even like that terminology. All right, that language offends me. I didn't total it, okay? The guy that T-boned me totaled it. It wasn't me that totaled it, okay? (laughs) That's right. Okay. (laughs) Established. Speaking of established, (laughs) the Kia Tigers are OGs as well. 1982 in Gwangju, South Korea. Now, the Kia Tigers, they're very good, typically. 11 titles, zero runner-ups. So if they get there, they're winning it all. To be And last year, they um, not great, not good, 62 and 80. And, in fact, this year, not off to a good start, 1 and 4. I was actually watching the Kia Tigers the other day, and yeah. they, oof, it's brutal, man. Yeah. Not not good defensively, some major, major mistakes and yeah, no, if if you're going to pick a team, if you haven't picked a team yet, um, the Kia Tigers might be the team to stay away from this year, maybe another yeah. year, but not right now. Not right now. But Though, though if you're going to pick a team based on the color scheme, okay, mm-hmm. it's this great red yes, with just a hint of pink in it. It's just a hint. It's just a little cool. Well, it's like it's Kia and Red. Then, it's Kia Red is what it's, it is. It's exact. Dude. Wow. Yeah. My head exploded. There it is. I should know that as a Kia man. But yeah, and then they've got <laughs> they've got this really great blue on top mm-hmm. of it. It's this royal blue. It looks it looks fabulous. Yeah, it does. So, it, it looks really good. They're, that's the thing is their uniforms look good, but the play on the field is not matching the the caliber of the uniforms. Hey, what you got to prioritize one thing or another? It's okay? true. Absolutely. Typically, you can't have both. <laughs> you can if you're a Yankees fan or an NC Dinos fan. That's right. All right. That's right. And we will get to our NC Dinos. Our. Yes. NC uh, Dinos. Yeah, our NC Dinos. That's right. Correct. All yeah. right. So let's talk about the Kiwoom, Kaiwoom heroes. I don't know if it's Kiwoom or Kaiwoom. I don't know. I don't speak South I should Korean. have checked Korean, on so that. I don't know. They also play in Seoul, uh, the capital, Seoul. Mm-hmm. They were established in... 2008 they're only 12 years old and their color scheme is really interesting it's maroon Mm kind of like that old phillies color maroon 
and uh, and white and gray. They have a, a lot of gray. It's this burgundy mm-hmm. and gray color scheme. Um, and you'll see on their logo a little bit of, of kind of a Vegas gold and a little bit of pink here and there. But mm-hmm. really, their mainstays are are gray and burgundy. And actually, it's super sharp. So my Phillies fans out there are going to understand that that burgundy is killer, that maroon color. So uh, they play in Seoul. They do, um, they do have a bunch of former names, which I think are interesting. So they started out as the Worry Heroes, and mm-hmm. then they were just the Heroes for a year or two. And they were the Soul Heroes, then the Nexen Heroes. See, and this is what I'm saying. Um, all, these teams, they get sold, and they get uh-huh. naming rights changed, just like ballparks do here in the United States. Yeah. So... You know that, that this one was a particularly good example of what happens when teams get sold in the KBL. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they'll change their name. So last season, 2019, they went 86 and 57, and uh, they won in the semifinal playoffs against the LG Twins. They won in the playoffs against the SK Wyverns, and then they lost the Korean series to none other than the Doosan Bears, 0 and 4. They lost all four games in wow, the best of seven swept. series. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I have for the, I'm going to say key womb, but it's probably wrong. <laughs> Heroes. Brad. All right. Tell us I about the, K, the KT Wiz. KT Wiz. I think, I think that's a cool name, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's short cool. for wizard or just like smart people. I don't know. But... Probably smart people, South Korea, you know. Probably, yeah. So, <laughs> so the KT Wiz plays in Suwon, South Korea. Um, they've been around another new team, actually a very new team, since 2013. Okay, but they, I really like their color scheme because this might be from being a Trailblazers fan pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, black, red, and white. Is that it? that color combination is so yeah. sharp. It's so crisp, and their their logo looks really good with, with what they've done there too. So I really like it, like it a lot. Uh, last year, the KT Wiz finished the season at 500, 71, Ooh. 71, missing two games there, two Ooh. ties. Oh, so, two ties, two ties. Right now, not off to a good start. One and three as of Saturday evening. Mm. So, Ruh-ruh. see if the KT Wiz can turn it around. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. Let's move on to the LG Twins, okay? Go for it. The LG Twins also are sporting a black and red on white logo. Mm -hmm. A little bit of gray in there as well. But uh, owned by none other than LG. Your television or refrigerator might be... uh, Or cell phone might even be an LG. Mine's an LG. Hey, look no, at mine's that. a Samsung. Sorry, oh. <laughs> and we'll get there. And we'll get mine there. Used, we'll get there. Mine used to be an LG. Mm-hmm. I used to be a V20 guy all the way, but then the V20 didn't come out soon enough, and I needed to replace my phone or the V50. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyway, point of the story is, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the LG twins. Okay, they went last season 81 and 67. They did win the wild card game over the NC Dinos in a one-off. And they lost in the semi semifinals to Kiwoom in a one to three uh, season, uh, series. It was it was terrible. Their colors are very similar to that of the Minnesota Twins, though if you substituted 
the blue mm-hmm. in the Minnesota Twins logo for a black, you'd have the same thing. Yeah, and so I actually like—I actually really like the LG Twins logo better than the Minnesota Twins logo. To be honest with you, do you? Yeah, it, it's just like it's really simple. It's yeah. kind of—it's almost like uh, like a like a piece of pizza, like a third, not even like a. Yeah, it's, I don't know, maybe like a fifth piece of pizza, pizza pizza, right? And it says has LG in gray. I'm trying to say piece of pizza, but it comes out pizza pizza like Little Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the everyman's pizza. That's the Mustang of pizza. <laughs> it's, the Ford, it's the Ford Mustang of pizza, man. Everybody can there you afford go. one. <laughs> but uh, but then it just has twins across the middle. There's not a whole lot to it, but the color scheme makes it looks really look really good. Yeah, That's and their my... cap insignia is just. A, fancy tea in yep, red on is. black with a little gray highlight so they yeah. were their ogs as well 1982 they have been league champions 1983 1990 94 um korean series once that was established in 90 and 94 and they are they're obviously they're owned by lg and uh i already told mm-hmm. you what they um what their record is but they also wear pinstripes on their jersey which i think is yeah. really that's a different thing in the KBO. It's not common, mm-hmm. and uh, they look really good. The red has a lot of that. Mar- it's almost maroon. Mm-hmm. It's quite. It's quite war- cool. It's quite pink. Yeah. So uh, it looks fantastic. Which is the Minnesota Twins is to have the same thing. So mm-hmm. I think it's nice. I think it's nice. Yeah, anyway, it's good. we'll it's tell good you why we know so much about their color schemes in a minute. That's right. We we will get there. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the Lotte Giants, Brig? Lotte. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Lotte Giants. The Lotte so, Giants, whose website is down every day. Yes, it is. I actually <laughs> <laughs> tried to look there. I couldn't find anything. It's like, every does this day, even exist? Is this a real thing? Every day for a week, bro. <laughs> I promise. Bad time for it to go down. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It was so funny. But, okay, so the Lotte Giants, uh, this is kind of a strange thing for me because we talked about how the KBO was established what in eighty two, right? Yes, sir, eighty two. So they were actually an amateur team before that, right? Established in nineteen seventy five, and then one of the OGs of the Ooh. Korean League. Pretty cool, yeah. Lotte Giants, and I feel like Giants is one of those teams you're going to get internationally because of the New York Giants and San Francisco For Giants sure. because of the the heritage or the history there. So. Oh, you got the you got the Lotte Giants. Their color scheme they are blue and red. Blue and red's a pretty pretty common color scheme in Korea. It we'll is. Come to find out, uh, two championships, three runners up, and I've got a comparison for you. Oh, sorry, they play in Busan. I'm assuming it's Busan. B U S A N. It is Busan. Yeah. Busan. Okay. Um, they got a comparison for you. Not only the color scheme, but the Cubs. And part of that, it's Axios.com says rich history, strong fan mm. support. Not as successful as you would expect. Ooh. A little bit of a dig there. Whoa. Shots actually <laughs> well, fired. It's it's true, though. I mean, you think about the fan base, the loyal fan base, and the Cubs yeah, went so long without winning. colors. Yeah. 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 So the Lotte Giants have not won since uh, their last Korean championship was 92. They've got Ooh. one in 84, one in 92. So it's, At least they I guess have you could couple. say it's comparable. It's true. <laughs> At least they have a couple. That's right. Pretty good. All right, Brig, you want to tell us well, about our NC Dinos? Oh, I do. You know I do, man. I've just yeah. been sitting around yes. waiting for this. <laughs> been sitting around. 
I don't even know what I've been spending my time doing. The NC Dinos. <laughs> all right, they play in they play in Changwon. They uh, they are in their Southern Coastal team. Okay, mm-hmm. very very tip Southern tip of the peninsula. Um, and the NC Dinos, their color scheme is it's amazing. This, again, so cool. this is why I chose the NC Dinos as my team. I just wanted to see what it was like to choose a team based on a color scheme. And I did. <laughs> and they, their color schemes, they have a combination of two blue colors, which you know I'm all about. So we got a, mm-hmm. we got a navy blue, we got a royal blue, and we got a Vegas gold color. On right. top of the obvious white and the obligatory gray, we have mm-hmm. navy blue, royal blue, and Vegas gold. And it is... Man, it is sharp. Okay, it looks so good. Oh, yeah, looks so good. It looks so good. All right, established. Ready for this? Nine Get years ready. ago, nine. Yeah, Young they team. are an expansion team. Okay, nine years ago, twenty eleven. Now, in that time, in that time, they have not won anything. That's right. They've got a runner up though. One time, they got real yeah. close. One time, which is awesome. I'm gonna. This is what. Remember earlier when I said I'm gonna learn what it's like. I'm gonna learn what it's like. Okay. Yeah. Right. However, this might be my year. 2019, they went 73 and 70, a little above 500. They were 511. Mm-hmm. They lost in the wild card playoffs to the LG Twins on the one game playoff. Mm-hmm. Now this year, so far, Saturday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, they are undefeated. Oh, the NC Dinos and the Lote Giants. Yeah, sorry, the Dinos and the Giants are the only two teams that are undefeated still. This could be the year. This could be the year I finally get a championship in baseball. This is the year, bro. All you need is the Dinos to the title. Yes. That's right. Yes. We are all in on the NC Dinos. We Mm -hmm. cannot wait for them to take it all the way. They're going to take it all the way. They're going to be that rusty team sitting around polishing their swords, waiting to to go to war. It's going to be awesome. That's right. All Absolutely. Right. All right, 100%. Brad. Time for you to okay. tell us about the Samsung Lions. Okay, so we talked about Samsung just a minute ago with Briggs' phone. Well, it's right here. I got it up on the camera. It's okay. Uh, but it happens. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I got a, um, got a little something. Got a good drink. Okay. The Samsung Lions. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Obviously owned by Samsung. Another OG. Another OG. Love it. So I almost, I came really close to choosing the Samsung Lions because of their color scheme. I like it. It's cl- it's classy. It's, it's very it's very classy. It's actually like really close to what my high school color scheme was. It's blue, oh. white, and gray. And I, yeah. I loved that. That was my favorite thing about about sports at my school was, uh, besides winning, uh, was the, uh, the color scheme. Bes- did you just say besides winning? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, our baseball team was really good. <laughs> so I love that. I love that. <laughs> anyway. I love winning. Winning. So <laughs> So the the Samsung Lions play in is it Daegu? Yeah, Daegu. Daegu. Yeah. And they have a pretty new stadium and it's uh, it was in 2016 is when it opened. Yeah. And it's an, it's a nice ballpark. I actually watched that was the game I watched the other day. It was the Kia Tigers playing the Samsung Lions. And they're a good team. 
They're they're good. They got a good squad this year. Right now they're two and three again that Saturday night. But I wouldn't be surprised if they if they made a push and they were in one of the top five at the end of the season. They they looked like they were they're well put together, mm. and uh, and they'll do well. That's um, great. They have eight championships, ten eight. runners up, eight. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And you ready for the MLB comparison break? Yep, I'm ready. San Francisco Giants. No way. Because they have won the most titles in the last decade, mm-hmm. but they're kind of struggling lately. But I think they are they seem like they're on the uprise. I mean, it might be the Kia Tigers just aren't that good, and they played them really well. But at the same time, like, like, I don't know. They they looked pretty good to me. They, they're they fundamentally sound and, and, and good hitters. So Cool. We'll see how it goes. That's exciting. All right, Brig, you want to wrap us up with the SK Wyverns? Yeah, I'm going to wrap us up with the SK Wyverns. Now, they, they, this SK Wyverns, they play in Incheon, okay? They play in Incheon, South Korea. They have been league champions 2007, 8, and 10, and mm-hmm. they were Korean Series champions 2007, 8, 10, and 2018. They won the whole thing. So their, their color scheme, this is really interesting. It's bright, bright red and orange. Seriously. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Now, they have been around for 20 years. They were they were an expansion team in 2000. Um, so they're not they're not OGs, but they're not old, they're not young either, right? They're they're right. very well established. They're a good team. Um, like I said, they've got four titles and in 2019 they went 88 and 55. Lost in the playoff. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they lost in the playoff. <laughs> well, no, eighty-eight, fifty-five, and one. Oh, one draw. Oh, yeah, and one. <laughs> I'm not used to that. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I don't. It's so weird. I'm gonna have to bake in a new part of my brain mm-hmm. for ties. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which I'm willing to do, okay? Because the NC Dinos are going to tie sometimes. <laughs> it's true. All right. Anyway, last year the SK Wyverns lost in the playoff to the Kiwoom Heroes. It was it was a sweep, oh three, oh and three. So, uh, but their their color scheme is really interesting. Their team is mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, what what more can you want? That's ten teams, people. Well, I- so I came really close to choosing the SK Wyverns. Actually, I, I had chosen the NC Dinos, and I was still looking, and I was like, I kind of had this thought. I was like, Brig, do you know, do you know what a Wyvern is? No, I, I don't. I still, you won't tell me, and I've refused to well, look it up because I don't want to take this away from you. So tell me <laughs> and our people at the same time. So this is why I almost switched to the SK Wyverns, right. because a Wyvern is, according to Wikipedia, quote, a legendary bipedal dragon with a tail often ending in a diamond or arrow-shaped tip. What? We need something like that in American sports. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> that is amazing. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's what a Wyvern is? That's a pretty sweet name for a dragon. It is. Um, But... I, I like my dinos. I like my. I can't go with red and orange because that's too weird of a color scheme for me. Uh, so that was part of the reason I stuck with the dinos. And the dinos are good. They're going to win it all. So they're going to win it all. That's NC dinos. What? Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's right. <laughs> I mean, they may be saying it, but we speak English, so just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
Right now, they're the anyway. only baseball in town, so they're better than us anyway. All right, they found a, they found a way to figure it out before we did. Right. Okay, before I offend more people, yeah. let me tell you something <laughs> very interesting that I think is interesting that I think you'll find interesting. We on the Nine Plus Us shop shop. You can do shop.9plusus.com or just 9plusus.com. We have created mm. our Baseball Together logo in Korean text to Korean script. Right. And we've included the romanization versions for pronunciation for English speakers uh, beneath mm. it. And we've actually replicated the design of the Baseball Together logo in Korean uh, at great length by the way. <laughs> it's true. It was, it's true. It was much harder than I thought yeah. it would be, but it was really good. Crowdsourcing, Korean speakers, everything. Yep. That's right. Works. So uh, anyway, so Yagyu, Yagyu, that's how you pronounce the word for baseball in, in Korean, South Korean. And, mm-hmm. um, and you can jump on the shop right now and pick up a baseball together t-shirt for each of the 10 teams in two different color combinations. So, ha! Pretty excited. You jump on there and find the NC Dino stuff, and you just jump on the wagon is what I'm saying. That's right. Absolutely. Or you pick whatever team For you sure, want. For sure, because it, it looks so good, though. Like, it's so sharp. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it looks really good. It does. I like it it's a lot. It's so cool. You, you'll be very happy with yeah, it. Yeah, it's so cool. Hopefully, Brad, can we put some images up on the screen here and show everybody? But Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, was, I was planning on that because, I mean, how can you not show that off? I can't wait to get mine. Yeah, mine's in the mail. <laughs> Sweet. It's coming. Nice. It's coming. Yours in the mail? It will yeah. be. It will be soon. That's actually, I, I have to wait, and this is why I have to wait. So those of you watching on YouTube, you will see that I'm actually not wearing a 9 Plus S hat this week. And normally I wear one, but I got to I gotta represent. I'm wearing my Arizona Baseball Together shirt, wearing my D-backs hat. Yeah. The reason for this, and also for the reason that we're doing different kind of episodes next week and a couple weeks after that, uh, best of and then best of game of the weeks for the next two weeks, uh, because we are moving. My family is moving to the Phoenix area, actually. What? Yeah. So that's why I have to wait to get my my Korean baseball he, together shirt. That's also yet. why I'm wearing my D-backs hat. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah. So that's you will notice a different format over the next few weeks because of that. So right. But it's going to be fun. Off. We're shaking it up, and it's going it to be is. a riot, okay? Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, You're not going to miss anything because we're going to make sure it's fun and uh, and a good listen for you. Yep, that's exactly right. But, so, but like Briggs said, don't forget to jump on the shop, 9plusus.com. Don't forget to stop by baseballtogether.com. You can watch the podcast, listen to the podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. And before you say anything else, we're dropping a discount code. Do it. We're dropping a discount code. The, count, the discount code is K... B O and the number one. K B O one. Okay. Kilo nice. Bravo Oscar one. <laughs> K B O one. That is going to get you 10% off of the entire Korean baseball line in the nine plus us shop. And I'm not going to tell you when it's going to end. Well, what do you think, Brad? Cause we don't know yet, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking maybe like sometime in June. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, podcast listeners only, YouTube subscribers only, this is a special discount code for you guys. KBO1, Mm -hmm. jump on the shop, 9plusus.com, 
and uh, enter KBO1. You can get 10% off anything in the shop that is from the Korean baseball line. Absolutely. Go get it. Yeah! And baseball family, with that, we will catch you in a couple weeks. Thank you.